In the words of the great lyricist J. Cole, this is the warm-up. Mm-hmm. Um, so our first topic, just like at the ballet bar when you're working on your time dues, is understanding what's what, right? Right. So we're going to talk about our story. So I think it's poignant. Uh-huh. That's not even the right word that I want to use, y'all. <laughs> you sure? Because we could go with it. Okay. Well, then we're going to go with point. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the important part is that you know who we are. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to pass it to you, she sis. She's going to pass it to me, word. knowing darn well. <laughs> you going to make the assist? Okay. okay I'm, I'm going to just make it work. Okay. So, hey, guys. My name is Michelle. Um, Let's see. I am from Plainfield, New Jersey. Yeah, representing for Plainfield, Queen City out here, Jersey out here. It's the field. You feel me? Where? Um, let me not get too ratchet. <laughs> but yes, um, I've been dancing since what? A little child. I think I was four. Um, started dancing in Plainfield, actually. Um, after that, it was school, high school. And then I transferred on to college, was dancing there, had some stuff going on. And now I'm just dancing professionally um, in a company and also just a professional dance educator, too, throughout the school system. So I'm just here and just dancing everywhere because I just love dancing. Dance is life. Amen. So, yeah. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so wait a second. Okay. What's a style like when you when you think about your style, when you think mm-hmm. about who you are as a dancer, like what oh, defines wow. you? These are deep questions. Yeah, girl, we're gonna get there. What defines me? I mean, as a style, as a dancer, I really do love I love modern dance. Um, but I also really love jazz dance. And I, I have come to realize recently that I really like musical, like, theater. And I think it's because the studio where I grew up in, the the coach, which is Sherry. Yeah. She grew up in a musical theater. Which her Yeah, her career was a musical theater background. So she used to teach us all, like, musical theater stuff. So I knew about, like, every musical, like, show, like... That was going on on Broadway because that was her experience. Right. So I feel like I really do love that because of that. But I also just really love jazz and I really love modern and hip hop. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense though. Mm-hmm. It makes sense looking at your style and the yeah. way that you do move through things. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. It, yeah, it does. And it definitely came to mind realization as i was thinking about that too i was like wow look at miss sherry just having a whole little imprint on my whole style Mm -hmm. but i do i do i really do enjoy musical theater and if i can i would like to be on somebody's broadway stage one day girl because you know what i like musical theater that was the dream for me that was the dream for me before i even started doing um I want to call it theater arts, which is that mm-hmm. modern and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. Bill T. Jones kind of, like, yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is different than the Broadway mm-hmm. kind of art. Okay. And I'm talking to you guys. And you have no idea who this is. <laughs> right? It's like <laughs> somebody walking in. Right? But it's like somebody walking into your house and they don't say hi. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's this girl talking to us? Right. She ain't introduced herself. Disrespectful. She's taking all the food. Like, what's going on? But, yep. Here she is. 
<laughs> and she about to introduce herself. <laughs> okay, so my name is Tanju Anique, and I am also a dance professional. Um, I'm from Plainfield, just as well, Queen City. Let them know what's up. The funniest part is when I got into middle school, I moved right around the corner from Michelle. I know, and we <laughs> never even knew until we were old and we were talking about it. Well, actually, no, I didn't know you lived over there. Listen, we over here have the whole moment in our life, okay? Okay? Listen, one of these days, maybe we'll record the po- the podcast, like, so as that a, you guys right, can see it. Right, as a video? As a video. Because it will really be hilarious. Oh, my obviously. gosh. Y'all not ready, though. Y'all not ready for all this beautifulness <laughs> and silly. Right. Um Clowning. But, yeah, I'm from Plainfield. Currently, mm-hmm. I work a 9 to 5 as a family engagement coordinator for an outreach program. Um, but I also work reception at a dance studio as well as I teach at a dance studio. Um, and I didn't start until late. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a studio baby as much as I would have loved to be a studio baby. Like I was only by the, not even by default. Like I used to go and do the, the friends, bring your friends to class mm-hmm. weekend and stuff like that. So like who my, the friend? anybody who was willing to bring me to dance <laughs> class, <laughs> Take me with y'all. Y'all having that offer soon? Let's go. I know you might have actually. And danced I probably with these girls. was there. Yeah, because if he was, because I know Miss Sherry, she was like the hub of dance in Plainfield at yeah. the time. Like yeah, the only place and doing everything. So when I worked for her, um, because I I worked for her previously, mm-hmm. um, I told her that she legit was my first dance class. Mm-hmm. She used to come to the elementary schools as an outreach kind of thing and teach mm-hmm. dance and she taught the nutcracker to us and she Aww. told us to get like the sweat pit um the sweatsuits or whatever mm-hmm. and you know back then like the matching sweatsuits with the tight bottoms like that was the thing so that she told us thing. to get that because we was a sugar plum fairies Aww. and my sister was like the snowflakes i can't remember what it was mm-hmm. you know nutcracker as much as i love it it's not really my thing don't shoot me um <laughs> But that it's was my... cute for the kitties, and it's a cute little story. Right, right. Like, Still wasn't my thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I I couldn't get with the big mouse. Mm-hmm. I, that just creeped me out yeah. after that. Um, the Rat King or whatever. Yeah. But she taught me dance. She was my first dance teacher, mm-hmm. um, and I would remember it because I remember the plies. <laughs> I remember the plies. It was like plie and a straight man. Listen. <laughs> She wasn't digging in mine because I was over here eating it up. Doing what you okay. had to do. As per usual. Right, well, um, she used to dig in ours. <laughs> from her chair. Okay? Right, exactly. From her chair. Yes. Kickball Yo, change. Yo, Sherry taught us whole full routines, five minute routines <laughs> from her seat. Like, I don't understand what level of OG that is. But I'm trying to get there because if you can teach me from your seat yeah, and, you know, you still have the technique and everything, like, yeah. literally from her seat. I mean, I think it's really just understanding the academia of it, mm-hmm. which is what people so underestimate can, yeah. about dancers as mm-hmm. if we don't have a language, as if we don't have a template, a blueprint, mm-hmm. just as those mathematicians, mm-hmm. just as those lit students. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. there is an entire... Mm-hmm. The process being a, a dance student, because I majored in college, so mm-hmm. I started dancing, going back, mm-hmm. I started dancing technically at 15 mm-hmm. with Mr. Taylor. Mm-hmm. From then on, I went and took 
dance in college, um, I started off as a communications major. Mm-hmm. I really was going to go to school for journalism. Mm-hmm. And I took class with the director of the program and she was like, you're not a journalist. I was like, what do you mean I'm not a journalist? <laughs> like, you know, like, don't be talking about my skills. And mm-hmm. she was like, no, that's not what I'm saying. You're a dancer. I see the way that you are in class. I see the way that you perform. Mm-hmm. You need to really take this time over the summer, maybe even not over the summer, in the next two weeks and think about what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I returned that next semester as a dance major. So I mm-hmm. went on and did that. Um, and while I was doing that, I was exposed to so much and so much of what I didn't even understand. Like mm-hmm. now I have to go back and finish my degree and take mm-hmm. anatomy and physiology and eurythmics. Mm-hmm. Eurythmics is a whole nother course that's like not even just breaking down um, physicality mm-hmm. because I feel like from what I've been told, it's a breakdown of Laban notation, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother like course within itself that used to be taught all by itself. But it's also talking about like the basics of like piano and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you can understand musicality. So like it really is a whole breakdown because I remember doing Laban in grad school. And that was my first time that I was introduced to it because yeah. I... I did go to school for dance and movement therapy. So I'm a whole little dance therapist out here. I don't like to share it that much, but here I am. Share it, sis. I don't know what you over Um, here hiding for. You know, because I'm I'm still having some, you know, mixed feelings about it. But (laughs) I did go to school and I did learn Laban um, during that time because I never, I didn't go to school for dance. I did dance as a minor and I had majored in psychology. So I wish I would have majored in dance. Right. But unfortunately, I whatever that's a whole different story for another day mm-hmm. but um so that was my first time doing Laban and it was very interesting I like how everything is like analyzed with yeah. Laban how everything is like like floor based and connecting like and being grounded and like just moving in the way that you're about like I don't know I just like that whole thing at first I was like you know a little confused and also at first too I felt like Laban was like not really geared towards like the body of like like different types of bodies. Mm-hmm. 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 Listen, you ain't got a sugarcoat. Uh, different types of bodies, you ain't got a like black we bodies, are... okay? Because right. they're they're not the same, right? And so I had my mixed reviews about Laban too when I was learning about it, but it's it's cute. It's right. cute. Our pelvic floors are different. Mm-hmm. We're shaped completely different. Exactly. We have such a pronounced curve mm-hmm. in our bodies. The ma- I'm not going to say all of us, but I'll say the majority of the us, majority of us have yeah. a deeper curve in our back mm-hmm. than those of Caucasian descent. Exactly. And, and it's, it's a fact. It's based on like people with that Caucasian like body type. You know what I would hate mm-hmm. when we would have to go on the floor and there's like that Pilates situation where you mm-hmm. have to tuck your pelvis. We have under. to tuck your pelvis. <sighs> Girl, I used to fall asleep during the bus. <laughs> My teacher probably was over us, but then he also was such a little hippie that he just was like, you know what? It's okay. Like if you fall asleep, like that's fine. Like mm-hmm. it, it was just mm-hmm. him in the process of it all. He was cool. He was a cute old man. I was upset because the semester that I signed up for Laban, mm-hmm. not enough people signed up for the class. And then that's when my um, artistic director, shout out to Loretta Foy, mm-hmm. um, that's when she changed the whole curriculum altogether or like the requirements for um, the dance program. Or the Le dance bon? program. Oh, okay. So it was like I had to. So you to had change. to take Laban? No, I didn't even. Like, I oh. was supposed to have. That was the one class that you like had to take. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a class that was offered mm-hmm. many places. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I might have been able to take it at Rutgers 
or Montclair, but it wasn't many other places that you could take La Bomb. Like your rhythmics right now, that's mm-hmm. like the only place you could take that is at RV, mm-hmm. which I'm like, dang, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if there was another school, because I would like to just hop right into a university versus mm-hmm. having to go back to RV. Go back there. But that's another story. But that sounds so interesting, though. Because yeah, I, I mean, never had a class on that either. Like, let me tell you, if I could do my whole school experience over, I would definitely just do it over in a way where I have total say on what I want to actually pursue mm-hmm. as a major and mm-hmm. not listen to my family and actually go in for dance and right. learn all these things. Because I do feel like I have to, like, teach myself so many things because I didn't get th- that type of education but then again, I was also privileged enough to like be at a studio and learn that technique as well and just use that for my knowledge now. Right. But I feel like my knowledge, my experience now as an educator for these children, I feel like I do need to like, you know, pursue some more avenues of like educating myself. Right. And I I agree with that also. Um mm-hmm. my lack of structure, mm-hmm. I feel like um and that kind of I feel like my foundation, truthfully, is mm-hmm. still a little wet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the bottom part of it is mm-hmm. dry, but I feel like if I were to walk on it, there would be the footprint. Mm-hmm. And I don't want the footprint to be there. So me going back to school now, knowing that, okay, like the war- the the cement is still wet, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the best thing for me because mm-hmm. I can correct the kind of mistakes that I've been making mm-hmm. and I can be a lot more intentional about what it is that I'm teaching and it's always been my biggest thing like I never wanted to start teaching at least until I had experience some things mm-hmm. like I always envisioned myself being that teacher that like when I came back and be like yo Miss mm-hmm. Tanju worked with da 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 exactly you know like that but has you always know been what? my goal same thing that has always been my goal and that's why I feel like so I don't want to say like inadequate like mm-hmm. teaching these kids but I'm like, I really haven't like, you know, had the experiences that I thought I would not even that I thought I would have by now, but I just haven't had the experience that I feel like I need in order to like, you know, bring that wisdom, bring that knowledge back. Yeah. Although I, I do have wisdom and knowledge because I do have experience to give to them. But, you know, I just feel like I need more. I need to acquire more. I, I get you. I get you. And I'm I'm listening to you and I'm over here looking at your resume and I'm like, like mentally looking at your no i'm mentally (laughs) looking at her resume and it's funny because we've worked on so many projects Mm -hmm. already together Mm -hmm. and i think that's where we have to recognize how fortunate we are because we might not have had the opportunity to work with people who are established Mm -hmm. but we've established ourselves through each other other, we created opportunities with each other Mm -hmm. for each other Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and for others just as well so I don't think that that's something that we need to continue to kind of like belittle ourselves right right about yeah it's a big thing yeah and I mean look at how network really networks really grow you look Mm -hmm. at G-Unit you look at Bad Boy you look Mm -hmm. at you know um a lot of these and I I can really just call to record labels you Mm -hmm. know what I mean um and I would like to think of a company that has done it successfully, mm-hmm. but when I think of it, a lot of them tend to have a head person and then people that follow. Mm-hmm. I don't see really where it's like you have a, like a network, thing, like a network, yeah, of dancers who all kind of like work mm-hmm. with each other, for each other, and support each other in that mm-hmm. way. And I mean, I'm pretty sure that it happens. But you know what? You know who I feel like company is like does that. Um, Camille Brown's company. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they are yeah. a company that really like 
Because she has them choreographed. Like, they, mm-hmm. you know, they do, like, a lot. Especially to another company, Cal Abraham's company. And I went to go see his show. Okay. He had some of his dancers choreograph the work for that show that he put on at the Joyce. And, see, and so like everything, you know, is a, everyone's a team. Like, everyone has opportunities. If he sees right. something, he's like, you know what, just go ahead, choreograph it. Like, and it was just so beautiful. I think that, like, I can understand how it would be beautiful. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, first off, shout outs to him because mm-hmm. he's absolutely amazing. He's absolutely amazing. You know, and then to be able to, like, I, I think... I think that's so necessary. Mm-hmm. Like you've had such dictatorships and in, in some of these long-standing companies that have just been like one person's thought and a continuous and then, thought. Right. You know what I mean? And it's almost like their work tends to be a run-on sentence. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, where's the other punctuation marks in, right. in the story? Right. And then where's the dialogue? Mm-hmm. Also, where is the response that someone else is having? And like, yeah, you have dancers come in and recreate some of the same works, but mm-hmm. it's still the same conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not even conversation. It's still the same monologue. It's nice to have other dancers come in and create. To come in and create. Yeah. yeah. Just to have a new perspective, a new just everything. Creativity, like, it will just push the group forward. Yeah. But a lot of companies and a lot of their leaders, you know, aren't with that. I mean, we're in a new era and I can understand the need for um, cohesion. Mm-hmm. I can understand branding and the fact that branding is very important, especially being that there are so many different brands. There's mm-hmm. so many different um, artist groups. There's so many different artists. There's mm-hmm. so many different aesthetics and you have to find something to be able to identify with. However, it's nice when you can, like a tree, you know what I mean? Like, it's nice when you can see the root and you can see the tree as it comes up and then the fruit that's bare, mm-hmm. you know, that, that comes off of the tree. Like, that's the kind of environment that I hope to be a part of, whether I have to create it or or, or just have to be a branch, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that right. bears fruit. Like, I I definitely feel like we don't appreciate um each other's creativity as much as we possibly could mm-hmm. we just went on a whole nother tangent it's but okay, i'm here for it because you know this is the podcast where we speak about <laughs> things like this so here we are speaking about it right let's see is there anything else that we need to touch on um up? i didn't talk about the styles that i love oh yeah what's the styles that you love so i'm definitely a modern contemporary dancer mm-hmm. um I like jazz too, but mm-hmm. I feel like as I've gotten older, and I'm just going to be straight up honest, mm-hmm. and hopefully in this journey and talking on this podcast, I can find myself a bit more. At first, I really loved like jazz and hip hop. Mm-hmm. I was sassy. There was a confidence that came, and then I got older, mm-hmm. and I started looking at what the aesthetic was, and I'm like, I don't fit that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I even still don't necessarily fit the modern contemporary dancer mm-hmm. aesthetic. To a certain extent. Is there an aesthetic there is. for anything? There is, unfortunately. Or can we just move? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we know that. You uh-huh. and I know that. Right. We're, we're thinking of that space. But, like, when you look at the industry and how it's when set up. When you look at the industry and how it's set up, yeah. Like, yeah. there's definitely a specific way you're supposed to look, quote, unquote, and yeah, I yeah. understand what you're saying. You know, so finding that place has been a little awkward. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm rediscovering myself as a uh, 
more versatile dancer. So I, I'm going to say that I have a huge appreciation for the arts at large. Mm-hmm. Um, choreographic, not even choreographically, movement-wise, what I feel most comfortable doing mm-hmm. is contemporary modern. Mm-hmm. Choreographically, believe it or not, I kind of like the street jazz vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually can agree with you there. Choreographically, I love street jazz. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I feel like all I gravitate to when I choreograph is street jazz. Mm-hmm. It comes the easiest to like it comes the easiest to me mm-hmm. um when I think about structure. Mm-hmm. But like what's easy to me is contemporary modern. Like I mm-hmm. can come to a class and not have anything, do a warm up and just move and right out of nowhere like I can pick a song. Mm-hmm. Like there have been so many classes that I've done that with where I haven't even prepared. Mm-hmm. But like for a street jazz class, I want to prepare. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like there's certain things I want to. It's hit. not really so free, like with movement. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like street jazz is something I choreograph to like put on a routine for like the kids. But like mm-hmm. that contemporary, that modern, like that's something for me to release. Or yeah. like for an older crowd, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. The more established dancer. Mm-hmm. If you guys hear a little purring or something like that, my cat Stinker mm-hmm. says hello. That is Stinker. <laughs> Smelling my feet or whatever he's doing. He sure enough he is. He's over here marking Michelle. <laughs> okay, so let's move from the warm-up because I think you guys are pretty warm now. Yeah. Now, um, we're going to call this segment At the Bar. At the Bar. And let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we've been talking about um, experience, right? So we both teach. Mm-hmm. But what is this balance or is there a balance? Can you balance, Can you balance? being a teacher and a student? Can you? Because do I or do you? <laughs> like, I don't know. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. I remember this being like a topic of ours before Yeah. when we wanted to start this. Yeah. Um, we wanted to start this podcast actually last year sometime. The same exact time, uh-huh. I feel like. Right. But now, you know, we're just now, you know, revisiting it. But yeah, um, so much has changed since then, but still the same struggle. Yeah. Uh, as far as balancing, um, like teaching and being a student. I know now I just recently started going to where you work at the hive yeah. to train thankfully they reopened their studio yes and they also have contemporary now yes which is a big thing even though i teach an adult contemporary mm-hmm. also but you do yes you do that ticket price right around the corner too <laughs> right. actually <laughs> but yeah like yeah. it's tough to like you know turn around and teach and you know have to what do i want to say I don't know. Whatever this movement is, <laughs> like she's See, I'm she's flicking her hand therapist. out, right? Like whatever this movement means, Flick. that is what I am trying to convey. But yeah, just being a teacher, <laughs> just being a teacher and just giving, like you know, mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. and then having to turn around and like you know, still learn so that you can be a better teacher, like. Yeah. And just being exhausted from being a teacher. Yeah, yeah. And then having to turn around. Like, it's just really something difficult to balance. And only my dancers understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and 
And what is difficult about being a teacher and a student Mm -hmm. is also revitalizing about being a teacher and a student because when you are a student, you see things, and I I can speak personally, Mm -hmm. I see things where I'm in need of correction because Mm -hmm. like even today, so I'm teaching ballet to beginners and I'm, like I said, contemporary modern thing is is what I do, but Mm -hmm. like that's typically for a person who's already... um, well-rounded you know Mm -hmm. somebody who's already pre-established in their understanding of dance and technique so to have to go backwards is crazy and um the artist artistic director of the school that Mm -hmm. I teach at she came in and she you know observed class and Mm -hmm. she basically helped me teach class and I'm like listen I'm not ever going to be too proud to say that I need help. Mm -hmm. I'm more than welcome her coming in and helping me out with the bar because as she's teaching, I'm learning. And Mm -hmm. I'm not looking to be that person that's like, there's a studio that's out here that's notorious for teaching students nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 12 years. That's all I want to say. Is she gonna tell me when the podcast goes off? I don't know who she referred to. Oh, it's like y'all better just hope I don't write it down. And if she start laughing, then y'all already know. But um, you know, it's a school out here that that does that, and I don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the one where it's like they leave class and it's like, well, what did you learn? And there's this a student, yeah, but like it's it's sad. But there's a student that I have that. Like, for the past few weeks, I've been in the studio by myself with them. Mm -hmm. And I can see that she's taking the correction. And I'm like, that makes me feel so good. Even though I'm still learning how to teach the curriculum that Mm -hmm. way. um, As they're learning to perform the curriculum that way. So Mm -hmm. there's that. But then there's also when we take um, class on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really break down technique. um, However, it's dynamic that she clears for me, mm-hmm. you know? So in thinking about her clearing dynamic for me as a student, I'm more conscientious of when I'm teaching dynamic mm-hmm. and when I want things to be sharpened and smooth. Right. You know? Yeah, I feel you. I had to also teach ballet, which I haven't done ballet since I've done ballet, <laughs> which is okay. when I first was doing ballet. So like it was, it was something I had to do. I had to reteach myself, like, you know, different techniques. I had to go take a ballet class mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't remember how to do none of this stuff. Like, right. I remember how to do it, like, technique-wise and just, you know, my, for myself. Right. I don't remember how, like, you know, this goes, how to properly go into, you know, a pirouette. Like, right. well, I do know, but, like, I need to relearn this so I could teach it to the students so that they can learn it in the yeah. way that they should. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. And ballet is also a tough one cuz yeah. it really is all about technique, like from top to bottom. <laughs> from top from to top bottom. To bottom. Everything is particular like you have to know how to do it a certain way. Yeah. And the school that I'm at, so I teach um in Rawway. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rawway because they're a budding arts district. They you have are. a they salsa are. 
class that is taken there. One of the mm-hmm. students um, in that class actually comes to my class, which is Aww. dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have that going on. Mm-hmm. Then you have us at Broadway Dance Theater, which is where I teach. You mm-hmm. have us going on with kids and adults classes. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Hive that is like hip hop based, which that which with that splash of contemporary, contemporary. Um, that happens. And it's. It's interesting, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely forgot my train of thought. <laughs> it's all right. You don't know why? Because it's late, y'all. <laughs> yeah, right? And we so open... we tired. Listen. Like we said, nine to five, all right? Okay. And we sat here and prepped hard for this episode, <laughs> okay? Enjoyed each other's company. So, so bear with us. Yeah. Um, but... I do feel like it's achievable to do both. Mm-hmm. Because it definitely is. As you said, it's. I think it's majority... Jesus, help <laughs> me. Release got my it. tongue. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a huge part of wanting to recognize mm-hmm. where you can grow or recognizing where you can grow mm-hmm. and what needs to be done. Like, if... You had no respect for the discipline of ballet. You wouldn't care. You would teach them anything. I wouldn't care, anything. right. I was just like, all right, y'all. Let me just slap some releves on you. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, nah, bro. I need to relearn how to do a plie. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> what are they supposed to learn? Like, yeah. And I was really, like, hoping. worried about it. <laughs> yeah, right? Because I don't want to do that. I don't want anyone to, like, come out of this taking a year of ballet with me mm-hmm. and might as well have been back in like a baby's class exactly. you know what I mean where like you're doing plies like mm-hmm. it's funny today I had to teach them um like soda shop mm-hmm. the jump mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here like how can I explain to them and honest to god I went back to teaching the babies I went like because it made sense, like okay, jump over this puddle, but make right. sure that your front leg is extended. Make exactly. sure your back leg is extended. Yeah. And I looked around the room. I was like, "What can I use?" And I found they have like shoes, like mm-hmm. for miscellaneous shoes. You know, if you're missing a shoe or whatever the case they may be, probably stored in a bin. Yeah, like it's it's in a little box. And mm-hmm. I said, "You know what? Let's go ahead." So there's three rows, and I went ahead and I put three shoes in each row. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, this first one is just step leap. The second one is step leap, and then I'm going to give you a little bit of a challenge. Run, run." leap you know Mm -hmm. so now you have a bit more momentum so hopefully you get the idea and it's funny how at first they weren't really understanding so Mm -hmm. now I'm thinking of okay let me go back to even my modern and understanding where they told me okay what are the ways that you can jump Mm -hmm. two feet to two feet two feet to one foot one One foot foot to two two feet one foot to one foot Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like thinking about those things and so like expressing that I was able to see so I'm like okay this is my opportunity to take something that I love, which is complexity, mm-hmm. and really, really, really like simplify mm-hmm. that. But simplify I have it. to think about myself as a student and what what I needed yeah. to be able to get to where I'm at this complex stage. So mm-hmm. I guess you are always a student and a teacher. You are always a student. You are a student even when you are teaching. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mm-hmm. the kids could teach you some stuff too mm-hmm. that you're like, oh snap, okay, didn't really think about it like that. Okay, that's a good idea right there. Let me take a little note of that. Like, I just feel like I'm always learning something new every day, even when I'm teaching the kids, even though like most of them are beginners. Like, they really are, you know, pretty creative, talented kids. And I really learn from them as well as just learning on my own. So, 
it really is cool to see. Yeah. Girl, I feel you. I feel you. You're saying it like nonchalant, but I feel you 100%. I'm so nonchalant only because this is just my mood right <laughs> I ain't judging you, okay? But even with those shoes, like, I can relate to you because I had to do that, too, with my kids that I teach. Like, they wanted to learn how to do a leap, a jeté, yeah. right? So... They weren't understanding jumping from one leg to another, shifting your weight, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so I had to use a basket. I'm like, okay, everybody, let's go one at a time. You're going to jump over this basket like you're jumping over a puddle, like you're you're jumping over something. So I need to see how you're going to execute that if you're jumping over, like, from one foot to the other. And when we use that basket, they got it. Right. Okay. They right. got it down packed. Now, when I take the basket away, let's see if they still remember. But right. it's all right because they got it when the basket was there. So right. you know progress. Right. <laughs> Listen, that's all we got. And I told progress. them, I was like, go home and practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, lay your shoes out on the floor and, and, and jump over. Right. Jump over something. Right. And then I gave them a, a further challenge. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. after you've mastered that, after you, after you've comfortably mm-hmm. executed this jump. Put something a little wider. Put right. something a little higher. Right. You know what I mean? So if you have a shoe on the floor, maybe there's like an iPhone box. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it might not seem to make that much of a difference, but mm-hmm. stand that iPhone box up. Not flat, but tall. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Jump over Jump that. Over and that. then the next thing, you know, maybe Jump use a teddy bear. Else, right. <laughs> a teddy bear. Use a mattress. Stand yes. it up. So you know. <laughs> Girl, who's jumping over that? Not my short leg. <laughs> but I told them, and I just was like, listen, just mm-hmm. make sure that you can clear it, because all you're going to want for Christmas is your two front teeth, exactly. you know? And it's so funny. They was over here, like, covering their teeth, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so funny, because I danced to that song with Miss <laughs> I danced to Full that song moments. when I had no two front teeth, guys. Girl, how long did you so not have two front teeth? was a tap routine, huh? It figures it would be tap. She's a whole tap head. Yeah. But how long did you not have two yo, front teeth? I feel like it was for two years. <laughs> Same, yo. Like, I got oh, so no. many pictures that's, like, toothless, okay? And I was called snaggle tooth. it probably tooth. wasn't that long, but that's how it felt. And then my teeth had the nerve to come in buck tooth and gapped, okay? Oh, Lord. The disrespect was real, but I wish I would have kept my gap. That was so weak. Anyway. Oh, you got rid of it? Oh, yeah, man. I did. No, but, like, low-key and... I want to say some nasty things about this guy, but that's going to make me look real disrespectful. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and I oops. Just like my kids do that. Girl. And I oops. Nah, they get on my nerves with that. Listen. Like, Yo, if you don't get up, I'm kids. sorry, but that's my that's my <laughs> motto for my life, okay? and I, I know. That's the motto for everybody. I life. thought that was like, so, Did you hear how that perfect. came about? No. Oh, yes, it says. I saw the video. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I saw that video. Somebody needed a dance belt. That's what I'm going to say know. about that. Exactly. Okay. And now, <laughs> that's exactly how he was. I was like, yo, why would he record this? Like, why did he just stop the video? No. Listen, you record it and you edit the you thing edit out. edit it. Okay. Out. Baby was like, was I like, don't forget. Mm, I'm gonna leave this in here. It's a little funny. Well, listen, it, it worked for him because right. baby is it's traveling. All right. It, it worked for her because it, it's viral. It's her, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. We want to make sure that we are, we um, are properly representing, correct. right? The community. The community at large. Mm-hmm. All right. So 
we are now at front and center. So if you guys can't tell, we are definitely trying to structure these podcasts. <laughs> I'm looking at the structure like, did we cover we every did. topic? We talked about teacher versus is student. It, is, it is it achievable to do both? Do the advantages, advantages of training while teaching. teaching. We sure enough did. It was an organic kind of thing. There we go. I'm you going. know what? And you're right. Let's move on. Front and center. Is it, no, but wait. Before we move on, was there something that you would like to touch? <sighs> Let, talk, let's talk about exhale. it. Let's talk about it. I don't know. I think we pretty much covered. I mean, I wanted to revisit again just talking about being tired from teaching and have to turn around and learn okay well then let's talk about it because those are those are that's that's my tuesday it's a struggle because let me yes that is our tuesday (laughs) word (laughs) because let me tell you we go from teaching and then every tuesday me and tanju go to the high Mm -hmm. to take class from 9 p.m to 10 p.m okay what's wrong with us Girl. But you know what? I live all the time for that class. Yeah. And every time I go there, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. But then I start moving and it's amazing. I feel amazing by the end. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's great. It's a great feeling to have that release, especially because you're teaching, you're giving, like you're not really dancing. You're, you know, doing dances for the students to learn and mm-hmm. doing dances, you know, f- to demonstrate. But you're not really dancing and releasing for yourself. So it really is good to have that release at the end of the day. Hopefully yeah. that could be every day. But yeah. we know how life is. That can't really be every day. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly's bae is calling her. <laughs> And you just gonna have to wait. I just found out about Bay. Okay, I told her I'm a Cupid shuffle at the I'm wedding. So she don't even have to have me in the wedding party, even though low key I'm putting my butt in. Oh, okay. I just want to know. Listen, guys, it's on the record. It's on the record. And if I'm not, then y'all gonna have to get at her. Shots <laughs> fire. Pew pew. No, wait a second. What kind of gun is that? Is that a BB I don't gun? No, that's a nerve gun. That shit. Yeah, a nerf gun. gun. <laughs> I said nerd. <laughs> That's a nerd gun. <laughs> oh, let me get my life. That's her whole um, nerve gun, bro. Oh, um, that just distracted pew, me because her her poo tang pie is calling her. He is calling me. How cute. Let me text him back. Okay, so um, yes. Uh, shout out to Sam Glenister, who teaches us. Um, I definitely will drop some at names mm-hmm. um, for like Instagram and links and stuff like that. Because the oh, yeah, goal is definitely to link people to outlets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's no need in being selfish. There's no need in being stingy because like Michelle has talent and she works on stuff. I have talent and I work on stuff. And we come on now. She over here winding it up. <laughs> OK. Um, <laughs> wait, is she hitting all the TikToks? <laughs> <laughs> um and and we work with people who are, are talented, mm-hmm. you know, and like if I can shout out somebody then they got a job and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll have a job, you know. And there are so many talented people talented dancers in Jersey, like yes. that are slept on. Yes. Like Jersey is really I know New York is like a hub for like dance, but Jersey is definitely growing up there, especially because you just have a lot of people in Jersey 
who try to get out into New York, but you know the struggle to get into New York. Sis, like, so you trying sis. to find a home close to home. But like, can I, like, I, I, I have to agree to disagree because mm-hmm. I feel like majority of the dancers who are in New York are Jersey dancers. Yeah. You know what I mean? From that are over here booking classes um, mm-hmm. or booking space at Perry Dance, mm-hmm. that are booking spaces at, um, at Ripley Greer. Ripley, yeah, like, at, at, at um what's the other one? Brick House. You know Brick what I mean? House. Like these are like Jersey dancers mm-hmm. that are, are pulling people in in the city. So in like city. we we have to start taking care of home. We do have to start taking care of home. You know? We definitely do. But um I definitely I enjoy Tuesday. Tuesday mm-hmm. is like my favorite day of the week. Tuesday is my favorite day of the week too. It's tough. It's definitely tough. But it's my but favorite like, day of the week. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go though because yeah. I know how bomb it's going to be. Yeah, because I teach, I teach at the outreach program in mm-hmm. Plainfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I leave there and then I teach jazz to my baby girls. Mm-hmm. And then I teach an adult street jazz. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I take Sam's class. So like that's all back to back. That's mm-hmm. like a college day. You right. know what I mean? Oh, like yes. You know, so schedule. it's like I but mm-hmm. it's it's nothing like having someone else drive the car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know how exactly. when you're a kid, you're ready to drive, you're ready to drive, mm-hmm. and then you become an adult, and you're like, dang, like, right. I'm so glad right. to sit in the passenger mm-hmm. seat. Sometimes you even ready to sit in the back seat, and you know, like, as, at least for me, I always love sitting in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to sit in the back seat, okay? Because I can lay my legs out and fall asleep if it's chill, just me, like... you know? Thank you. Take the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely, I enjoy being able to explore the movement. And like you said, I don't have the responsibility of teaching. Mm -hmm. I have the responsibility of self and finding the execution within Within. self and for self. Mm -hmm. So that right there is like major. That right there is huge. And it's such a blessing to be able to like do that. And Mm -hmm. then like what I love y'all is that I can see... I can see the growth from Michelle that I danced with in high school to Yo. Michelle that I'm dancing with now, like when we're taking class with each other. And then like, needless to say, we worked in a company with each other. Mm-hmm. So like, we've experienced so many different stages so many in our careers stages, yeah. with each other. So it's nice to be able to like, because it's also cool to like take class with somebody that you know. Mm-hmm. You know it's what I so mean? It's so fun to take class with someone that you know. Because mm-hmm. I hate, I, it's not that I hate taking classes by myself, but I do be like, dang, I don't really Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, people cool. You have little conversations here and there, but it is fun to take class with someone who's familiar, especially someone who you've been dancing with from the get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all facts. Mm-hmm. That's all facts. So it's it's just it's definitely a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like this experience that I'm having as a student this time around, mm-hmm. um, and like. So, okay, what mm-hmm. classes are you taking? Okay. So, I'm definitely taking Sam's class every yeah. Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> I am trying to incorporate more classes into my schedule. Yeah. But no, before I was taking mm-hmm. Sam's classes, I was taking um this guy's class at the Ailey Studio 
in New York. He teaches contemporary. His name is Levy Marshall, mm-hmm. and I love him. Mm-hmm. He is so scary, and that's <laughs> why I love him because he just will really get your ass together real quick. Mm-hmm. And it scares me because he really is, you know, just, you know, he on it, and he don't play. And I like that. Because it's just challenging and it's gonna make you be on your A game because you like, oh, he, he ain't playing, he mm-hmm. ain't come to play today. Like, mm-hmm. he about to get us together, he about to dig in our ass. <laughs> and if you're doing something wrong, he like, why are you doing like, you know, he just <laughs> he he's really gonna hold you accountable. Yeah, and so I really do appreciate that, like, that old school, like, you know, teaching. Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. These kids ain't getting held accountable these days, all right. But that's another story. But yes, hold mm-hmm. me accountable because I want to work. Like, I want to get better. Like, please. So I really do like his class. It's a contemporary class. I think it's like beginner, but he teaches at like an uh, intermediate advanced level because he don't care. He just yeah. be teaching whatever is on his mind that yeah. day. And he don't care what level it's on. Can I tell you I love that? Mm-hmm. I really want to push to be like that. Mm-hmm. I find myself um, modifying my movement quite often mm-hmm. because I'm worried about the ages of the people. I'm worried about okay. the technical levels. Okay. I'm worried about so many different mm-hmm. things that I'm just like, mm, I yeah. can't do that today. Yeah. Didn't mean to yeah. cut you off, but I had to No, do that. but I feel you. Even with like, I mean, I know because I teach at a school, a charter school, and I teach grades four through six. Woo-woo. Yeah, them, woo, woo, woo. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole little headache. But I know I, I would love to be like more creative and like more challenging. And I do have kids who are talented enough to handle that yeah but then i also have kids that were just dumped on me because of course it's a school and this is just the life of a you know arts educator in the school system so they care about quantity over quality Mm -hmm. and they just don't listen to you know your suggestions about you know holding auditions so that you can have kids who are dedicated who actually will benefit from the program and you know not dumping kids who really don't care and just want to play around so I would love to teach them, you know, more difficult stuff that I know that they can grasp. But then I have to pull back and water things down because of everyone else in the class and just because of how everything is set up. Mm-hmm. So like today, I was trying to teach them a move where they come up off the floor without using their hands, like just using your legs. Yeah. And uh, oh, my gosh, the tears I got. <laughs> You got tears. I got tears because I was like, you know what? If you can't do this, you're not going to be in this part. I know that's right. Listen. (laughs) And it was like, Miss Talo, I really want to be in this part, but I can't get up from the ground just using my legs. I'm like, oh my gosh. You got to find it. I made these kids cry. No, I felt bad. (laughs) Listen. I felt so bad. I was like, dang, I really got to just modify this move now because they can't get it. No, you don't. You modify the move, you teach them that it's okay not to work for it. Mm-hmm. Push them. Let them go ahead and figure it out. Because the one who really wants it is going to go at home. It's going to get it. Exactly. But they're going to go home and they're going to practice. And they're going to make sure that they prove it to you that next time they that can they can do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. If you modify it, then they're never... you know. And it's almost like when you think about it, the stuff that we wanted when we were in Taylor's class was mm-hmm. never the easy parts. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever wanted the easy mm-hmm. parts because it just was like there's no fun in the right. easy parts. We, we want all the wanted the hard stuff, part. The difficult stuff. 
So push them. But you know what? We were a different breed. Yeah, that's a fact. We were a different breed. These kids are a different breed. Everything is so easy for them to attain now without putting in work. You know how many speeches I have to have every day to these kids? I'm like, y'all don't want to work, but y'all want to be dancers. Y'all don't want to work, but you want to split, but you don't want to stretch. Like... Mm-hmm. They don't understand mm-hmm. that you have to put in work and mm-hmm. they don't understand because they think everything is like easy, like just so easily accessible now mm-hmm. or just easily attainable now. Like, and I'm like, what, who raised y'all? <laughs> like, where, where do y'all come from? Like, why Girl, do you guys think like it's me. so easy? You sound like me. That's my, that's my biggest question. Who raised who y'all? Raised Who's y'all? raising these and kids? And that's the thing. Who is raising these mm-hmm. kids and how are they raising these kids? Jesus. Let's not even talk about it. That's, that's a, a whole, whole nother story thing. for a different day, okay? Mm-hmm. A whole different story. I agree, though. I had to have the same conversation, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so I'm definitely, like I mentioned earlier, modern, mm-hmm. contemporary, technical dancer. Mm-hmm. I really like ballet, truth be told. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize it until I got to college how much respect I had for ballet uh-huh. because understanding the ballet technique opened up the door for me to be able to be... Um, a force to be reckoned with mm-hmm. in all the other styles. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even going to be humble about it. Like, I'm a beast at modern and, mm-hmm. and contemporary mm-hmm. because it's what I'm comfortable in. Mm-hmm. I love the physicality of it. Mm-hmm. And I love how smart you have to be to understand it, you mm-hmm. know? You do, yeah. Um, but, like, teaching, again, teaching mm-hmm. the ballet technique is different than actually doing it like mm-hmm. you know what i mean because there's a goal for me when when doing it where teaching it is like what's the goal you know what i'm saying so like that's the thing for me and and it's not a goal for me it's for them mm-hmm. but you have so many different students that have so many different, different levels. levels so when um the artistic director was in the room mm-hmm. everyone was on their p's and q's as soon as she left it was like the attitude just mm-hmm. like oh we're right. gonna give you I'm my like, ass uh-uh, to kiss. Uh-uh. Y'all wasn't doing that when the principal was in here. And it pissed me off. There was this one girl, she was going across the floor and she was the last person. Mm-hmm. First off, she was out of coat, so she they're color coded by what leotards and stuff like okay. that they're supposed to wear to mm-hmm. show what level that they're what at. They and I mean it's a sense of pride to show where you're at. That's cute. Right. Do they separate the class in a way where all the levels are in one leotard color? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and I mean, it's, it's by level and then mm-hmm. it's also by what style of dance mm-hmm. that you're taking. Um, and it's not even by age group. And that's what I love the most. Like, it doesn't even matter. There's, my age ranges go up and down basically, but by skill set. Mm-hmm. So if you're a beginner, you can be 15 years old mm-hmm. taking class with a seven-year-old. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you're a beginner, you're a beginner. You're a beginner. You shouldn't be with the 15-year-old right. girls who've who been dancing since they're two. at an intermediate level, advanced level, and you mm-hmm. over here struggling. Right. So this girl is going across the floor, and she's just giving me her ass to kiss. She's like, I'm purposely not going to dance. I could sense it. Mm-hmm. Like, you piss me off, so I'm going to piss you off. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, okay, whatever. I would cut her spill short, and the next group would go. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going across. I'm, I'm going with it. And I'm talking to her, and it's like, I can't cater to your behavioral issues at this mm-hmm. time. If you need to talk, pull me aside and say, Miss Tanju, I need <sighs> to talk. You yes. know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you're not going to disrupt the class. And I, I just had to stop, and I said, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. The way that you're behaving right now, I'm not here for it. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not Miss Lee. I know I'm not Miss Tan. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm and I'm different. And that's the best part about it. You're going mm-hmm. to have teachers that are going to be different. Mm-hmm. You're going to have teachers who are mean and disrespectful. I'm not mm-hmm. mean and disrespectful. Right. But maybe I should be. Right. Because you're not getting it. Because you don't appreciate... Like, this is a privilege right yeah. now. Like, and you're disrespectful. Exactly. And that's what I was saying to them. I'm like, it's not fair for you to give 4%. What you fail to realize is that mm-hmm. I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Like... No, I might not have danced with ABT. I might not have danced with dance dance theater of Harlem, but, but that don't matter. At the end of the day, you are the teacher right now, right? And I don't ever remember being that age and giving any adult any type of disrespect. Exactly. So these kids really are a different breed. Oh my god! Because they don't care. And I mean, like she was okay with walking across the floor and giving attitude, and like I I, I have to figure out what's going to like click for her. Mm-hmm. But even if I don't. If you come in and you waste your parents' money because I'm going to have you sit at the front of the mirror, then you're just going to have to sit at the front of the mirror mm-hmm. at yep. this point. Yep. And then let the parent know, too. This was her behavior in class. So, it's hey. It's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. Mm-mm. I mean, that's the only time. And it's like when she's not there and another student's not there, mm-hmm. it's it's a different oh, environment. Oh, so it's like a, it's she a different only doing that to be cool towards mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. got a lot of those kids mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm like, just over them. if you want to dance, dance. That's my thing. If you want to dance, dance. If you want to dance, dance. If you don't, please don't waste my time. And don't waste everyone else's and, because you right, wasted Because now you're ruining the experience for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have been like a, a studio baby. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have had that opportunity. It angers me so much when I see kids who are privileged enough to have the classes and just throw it away. And watch, they're going to look back on that like, dang, I should have took that seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like one thing I think about that, I just was like, if I didn't have to work, and I didn't necessarily have to work, like my mom said that I didn't, but there were things that I knew that I needed, that I wanted, mm-hmm. that I wanted, that mm-hmm. I went ahead and was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and get a job, mm-hmm. you know, so that I can I can do these things for myself so that I can enjoy myself, enjoy myself and then essentially help my mom out so that she doesn't have to shell out these things. Mm-hmm. But like, I wanted to do majorette dancing. I wanted to be a band dancer for the oh, high okay. school. I wanted to go ahead and you do... You should have. I should have, mm-hmm. but like... You can't work and do both. Well, no, because after school. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can't project my wants mm-hmm. and live vicariously through my students. However, I can give them insight as to what they may be missing mm-hmm. because of what I miss. Right. You know? Yeah, just from experience of being like their age, you could definitely just fill them in like, yo, like, you know, you're not... You're going to regret this or, you know, maybe you should, you know, focus on this a little more, take this a little bit more seriously. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I try to be aware of that, too, when mm-hmm. um, communicating with my students. Yeah, it's easy mm-hmm. to get caught up in self. It's mm-hmm. easy to, to, you know, get frustrated and feel like throwing in a towel. But mm-hmm. another thing that I do, because, um, like I said, I teach the outreach at... And at one of the schools in Plainfield. Mm-hmm. And I was one day, I thought about this. I was looking at the tickets for um, the On the Run Tour too, mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, what are these tickets like? And I saw that they had like the VIP tickets and they were like twenty. $2,100 mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was like, yo, to think that you're worth 
one person paying a car note, like not even a car note, but a down payment on a car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like two thousand one hundred. Like that's two months' rent for mm-hmm. people. You get what I'm saying? Like to think that you're worth that much you're money. That much from a whole bunch of people. And I was like, okay, a lot of people will look at Beyonce, but what they fail to realize, they're mm-hmm. not paying just for Beyonce. They're paying for the dancers. Mm-hmm. They're paying for the lighting designer. Mm-hmm. They're, paying they're paying for the for music designer. They're paying for that. all of that. The seats at the arena. Right. <laughs> like And essentially, everything. so it's like, when I think about it, mm-hmm. I would love to work for a Beyonce to know that somebody's going to pay $2,100 to see me. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to see Beyonce, but guess what? I'm a part of I'm Beyonce's part of show. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, guys, think about it. Like, how much is your ticket worth? Mm-hmm. And I say that to them. Stand on the side. Okay, $2,000 tickets. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody see what you're worth until it's time for you to perform. Right. And when you perform, perform at $2,000 ticket price. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, that, that I throw that out them in and that And you know way. what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. I should say that to my students too. You know they maybe that'll money. maybe that'll you know strike a chord with them. Mm-hmm. I'd be just trying to figure out what would really have them turn that light bulb on. Like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, I understand. That. Yeah, I think like at least for the students, and it's funny because the students, I feel like the students at the outreach program mm-hmm. are grasping what I'm giving them so much better mm-hmm. than the students that are in the studio, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, wow. And you know what? That's because. They want it. They really, really want it. They don't have that privilege to have, you know, those types of classes. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you know what? Let me really pay attention. That dedication is there because that want, that need is there. Mm -hmm. The people who have that privilege, sometimes, you know, they would just kind of put there or, you know, they were just act, they act because they can and they just were granted it because they could get it. And, you know, they don't have that same appreciation for it. Yeah. 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 But definitely, like, I guess that's my tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my thought. Because that was something else that I, I considered. But I wanted mm-hmm. to share that with them. Because I'm like, everybody understands dollars and cents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone's goal everybody is to be. Money. Okay? Mm-hmm. okay. Everybody want to be. Rich. Famous. Something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to be famous. But I feel like the kids do. They yeah. probably, you know, would yeah. resonate with that more. Yeah. And they don't understand yeah. that there's a price with fame, mm-hmm. you know. But I they don't understand like, that fame takes hard work. On top of that, because I had to have that whole conversation with a student today. Like everything you do in life requires hard work. And you know what? Like <laughs> I really wish that I had the opportunity, and mm-hmm. I'm going to see if maybe one day I can mm-hmm. um, go back into the archives mm-hmm. and like take an artist, somebody like Michael Jackson, and look at the longevity that mm-hmm. he had. From being a child star and seeing how tirelessly he Mm -hmm. worked in order to become the mega star that he... Like, here it is, he's dead, and yet there's still kids playing. every Halloween, Michael is making guap off a thriller. Girl, we're not even going to talk about every Halloween. Let's talk about the Michael Jackson experience Mm -hmm. on the Wii. The Wii that I love and play all the time. My favorite Wii game is the Michael Jackson experience. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> you you can't be great by being mediocre. Mm-mm. You you can't. Mm-mm. You can't. It's, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to be great by being, by mediocre. being mediocre. You know? So it's just, I, I guess maybe even taking that 
that idea and placing that in them and then thinking mm-hmm. about their worth. You know, like some days I tell them, I said, y'all not even worth $20 today. Mm-hmm. Right. And y'all not like, worth 50 cent. Y'all ain't worth my time. Let me walk out. I'm going to start saying that and I, doing that. <laughs> you know, Because I just can't. Yeah. Okay. These kids really bother me. I know. This I know. generation really stresses me out. <laughs> Oh, poor Bokeh. <laughs> poor Bokeh. They do the uh, same for me. And I mean, I love it, but... I love them. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. When we're not uh, dancing and, you know, they come up to me with their little stories and just talking about random stuff, they are hilarious. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I need y'all to really get it together in this dance. This dance class, please. <laughs> And you know what I think doesn't help? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to blame it on social media because I think social well, media is a it. great tool. Mm-hmm. I blame it on the lack of the exposure to the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I blame it they on... They think that because of social media, they think that this is something that they don't have to work hard for. Because mm-hmm. they think, okay, boom, I could just put this on here. Boom. That's it. Like... You know, they don't understand the process. You're right. Because they don't see the process. They don't have to see the process looking on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what bothers me. I I really wish that more of the social media personalities mm-hmm. would expose the message. The process, right. The whole thing. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that they would expose teaching the 